Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Imaginal Space Podcast. My name is Catherine Perry, and I'm really excited because today we are going to be continuing the introduction to Aura Colors series. So if you're new, welcome. And if you have listened before, welcome back. Welcome to everyone. The past two episodes, I believe, depending on what order and, you know, which I published them. Well, the past two episodes in this series, we have talked about the colors red and orange. And today we are going to be talking about yellow. And yellow, all of them are really fun colors. Yellow is a really, really fun color. It has a couple of great themes attached to it. So before I start any podcast episode, I really like to take the time to just close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, and in that time, just set the space. So what I mean by that is either just set your intention, you, if It feels right to you, you know, call in your guides, call in, you know, whatever it is that you want to guide you through this podcast episode, give you the love, give you the wisdom that you need. And we will do that during this time. So I already know my intention. I already know what it is that I'm calling in. So if you need more time, just feel free to hit your pause button and take all the time that you need and then we will get started. Okay, perfect. So today, like I said, we are going to be talking about the color yellow. And as I've said before, as kind of like a preface on every single podcast episode thus far, I interpret the aura and the aura colors in my own way. I don't follow any sort of system. If anything, I was introduced to them by a brilliant healer and she was wonderful. And this podcast series was actually inspired by her because her understanding of the aura colors was 100% channeled. You know, when I received a healing from her, I knew that she didn't necessarily learn about the aura colors from a book or anything like that. And I really felt the love underneath her own understanding because it literally, it came from her soul and it came from her spirit. So that inspired me to learn about the aura colors in my way. And that's what this series is about. So don't necessarily expect it to align with the chakra system or maybe anything else you might have heard about aura colors. There may be some overlap and maybe not, um, but that's kind of the fun of just finding our own way, exploring our own languages, exp- and you know, just mixing things up and finding our own take on things. So now let's let's move on to yellow. So the way I see yellow is yellow is the color of knowing yourself accepting yourself, loving yourself, and trusting yourself. So that's how I understand yellow. And within every single color family or within every single color, just in case you haven't listened to the red or the orange episodes yet, every single color is associated with seven archetype cards. And those cards are kind of like 
different shades of one color and they come together to create one color family. So for example, there are seven archetypes that create the yellow family and every single color is kind of like a different dimension of yellow or a different aspect of yellow. And then they all come together to create this understanding of yellow, which again is knowing yourself, accepting yourself, loving yourself and trusting yourself. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We have seven beautiful, beautiful cards and yeah, let's just get started. So the first card, so I did say knowing yourself, accepting yourself, loving yourself and trusting yourself. So there are different cards associated with those different parts of yellow. So first we're going to talk about knowing yourself and that is the cave. And what else is it? And the cave in the village. So the cave, it's a beautiful, all of them are beautiful cards. I'm probably going to say that a lot because I'm always so inspired by the messages and the wisdom that comes from each and every card. And they all have, they're just, they're very, very unique medicine. So the cave is the card of going within. And this is perfect for yellow. This is a perfect start for yellow because like I said, it's yellow kind of begins with knowing yourself. So we're going to talk about two ways in which of knowing yourself, the cave, which is just going within and understanding kind of like your sacred center within understanding your soul. That's one way of knowing yourself. And then we have the village and the village is kind of going without it's paying attention to what's around you. So the village is kind of paying attention to your home. It's paying attention to where you came from. So that can mean so many different things for some people. With respect to the village, it can be paying attention to friends. It can be paying attention to family members. It can be paying attention to the literal place that you grew up in. Some people are really, really connected to places, which is really amazing. Um, That could also be paying attention to your ancestors. It could be, you know, paying attention to your physical lineage. So, oh, I want to make that distinction there. So if you've ever listened to the red episode, I'm not sure if I talked about this or not. Red does carry a lot of themes of, you know, your cosmic family, your spirit family, you know, within my understanding, you know, we are all one universal, one cosmic family. And so I've been playing around a little bit with, okay, if we, and again, this is my belief, so it might be a little bit different from you. So I 100% believe that we all, as of this point right now, because, you know, our perspectives and our beliefs can always change. And I always think it's important to hold space for that fluidity, you know, so that we can learn more and we can accept each other more and we can, you know, understand one another's perspectives. So always keep that in mind. But right now I'm playing around with the understanding that, you know, if we all come from God, source, spirit, creation, you know, how does that shift our understanding of ancestral healing? How does that shift our understanding of lineage if we are all one family? And that's actually been really, really fun to play around with. That's a little bit of red. Red is the idea that we are all one universal, one cosmic family. And that's a lot of fun. The village is a little bit different. So think about if you did listen to red and there, like I said, there's a little bit of a distinction here. And you'll see that more and more as you listen to the series, because there are some colors that have a central theme And then there are cards with stories that also have seem like they have a similar theme. Like, for example, the village is very much about home. It is about family, but they are a little bit different. So red, just 
remember it's like more like universal cosmic spirit family and then the village is much more grounded it does ask you to pay attention to okay within this human experience what does my family teach about me what do my friends teach about me what does the place that i come from teach about me so keep that in mind so since we're just talking about the village i guess we can kind of they they both really really go together so that is to say that the cave and the village are both, all of these cards are equally important. You know, they all balance each other out. And especially within the color families, they all play off of one another in, a, in an important way. So the cave and the village together in terms of under the umbrella of knowing yourself within the color yellow. That says that it's equally important to understand the depths of your own soul, which is the cave. And to always take the time to go within and take the time to really understand your own unique spirit. And it's also equally important to understand everything around you. And you know what's coming through for this right now? I find this message very, very, very important right now because even like when I was first, you know, exploring this side to myself, when I didn't really understand it whatsoever, I had no... I had no concept of, you know, what is my soul like? What is my spirit like? You know, what am I like independent of all of my third dimensional surroundings? You know what I mean? So what am I like, you know, if independent of my family? What am I really, really like independent of my friendships? What am I independent, like independent of? What am I like independent of my history? What am I like independent of my experiences? And at one point that was really, really important for me to focus on because I had never really asked those questions before. And that's what the cave is. The cave is, you know, coming to this level of soul self-understanding. And that's how I interpret the cave. And there are so many ways in which you can really understand yourself. The self is actually an archetype card that we have not covered yet in this color series. It's a different color. Um, But I always like to show how they kind of connect to each other. Um, Anyway, There are so many different ways to understand yourself and the cave is kind of the place. It is the space that you set up so that you can really understand yourself on a soul spirit level. And I know that language isn't for everybody, but think about it this way. If you're really not about like, oh, some of us or yeah, if you're just not about the language in general, oh, we have a soul, oh, we have a spirit or, you know, any kind of any of those kinds of, you know, words or language this still applies. So like I said, I use those words to kind of capture the experience of what am I like independent of space and time? That's how I think of the soul and the spirit. So again, what am I really like, just like, what am I really like independent of all of my surroundings? You know, that is the cave. So what am I really like? And this is where, you know, People really love meditation, for example. You know, I think that's a really, that is a really, really good example, actually. Um, Meditation and just in terms of not focusing on everything that's going on around you, but focusing on what's going on inside of you and really, really coming to this comprehensive understanding of who you are, independent of the, I mean, I was going to say mess that this world can sometimes be, especially right now. That's the cave. You know, so even if you're like, "Mm, I don't really know if we have a soul. I don't really know if we have a spirit. I'm like not sure about this whole like past lives thing. Doesn't matter. The cave is still for you. And that's why I love these archetypes. Like I enjoy words like that 
because they capture exactly what I am talking about without me having to go down this long, windy road of independent of space and time, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's why they really help me. So if I say that, that's exactly what it means. It just means knowing yourself independent of your physical surroundings. And I think having this balance, what am I saying? I know because trust me, you know, I've kind of been, I've been at both extremes, you know? So I would say before kind of hopping over to the village and I'm probably going to bounce back and forth between these two because I didn't realize how well these two really played off, you know, one another until I started talking about it. So I would say for the first part of my life, I really knew myself through the village or that's how I got to know myself. And you know what? Now that I'm like, now that more is coming through for some people accessing themselves through the cave might be easier. And for some people accessing themselves through the village might be easier. They are both ways of knowing yourself And I think that they are both equally important to know which one you start with, though. I don't think it matters as long as you kind of balance them both out. So I would say that I started really getting to know myself through the village. So this is the kind of the opposite of the cave. You know, the cave is kind of where you go when you want like a silent retreat. You don't want anybody to bother you. You want to be alone, you know, so you can tap into the energy of the cave anywhere. When I really want to be just like by myself and alone, I would say my kind of form or manifestation of the cave, it's through just going for a hike, you know, going for a hike. Like I really love listening to podcasts. So surprise, surprise, I make one. But yeah, when I'm like alone, alone, and I really want to like channel the energy of the cave or experience its energy, I go for a hike, you know, no podcast, no music, no nothing. And I go by myself And I just like spend the day just outside in the space of nature. And that's for me, that's the cave. And I know that's like kind of cheesy and I guess overplay, but you know, that's just nature just holds that space for me. Or you know what? Also nature, but a little bit different. If I want the energy of the cave, I also do this like thing, which I'm like saying it out loud. I'm like, oh, why do I do this? My favorite thing to do is to take my camera And go to a garden and just take photos. Again, it's just me and my camera. No no podcasts, no music, no people. Hopefully no people. And if there are people, that's fine. I'm not like talking to them. So that's like, you know, you can't control like where people go. And, you know, we all can share the beauty of the garden together. But you kind of get the point there. You know, it's just me, my camera, not like an expert photographer. I just really like taking the pictures for some reason. It's just incredibly healing to me. It takes my mind off of things that's the cave. You know, the cave is, again, spending time with yourself kind of without the influences of the village or without the influences that you're used to. So and then so for some people sitting still and just being with themselves, that's really natural to them. And I guess some could argue that that's natural to all of us. However, that was not really, really easy for me to tap into. You know, I was not, um, I would say the typical form of meditation of just sitting in one place, kind of entering the void or whatever it's called and just sitting still. Yeah, that didn't come naturally to me at first whatsoever. I had so much trouble with it. I just felt like I could not sit still for the life of me. And I learned over time 
But that is to say that there are two really, there's so many different ways to know yourself, but we're talking about basically the cave as an internal way and then the village as an external way. And the village is kind of where I started. So when I really was like, you know what? I really, really want to get to know myself. I want, like, where do I start? So, and what's interesting about this is the cave highlights a way of getting to know yourself, getting to know your soul, getting to know your spirit. The village is really about getting to know your third dimensional self and you need both. So like I said earlier, I kind of brushed upon it, but I didn't really go deep into it. I would say I had an understanding of my external self first with the village. So what's an example of that? I was paying a lot of attention to my parents. You know, I was paying a lot of attention to my friendships, to my relationships. I started paying a lot of attention to where I grew up, you know, how that really impacted me and who I am now, you know, all of those like quite simple questions that we kind of just need to take the time to ask. That's the village, you know, um, a lot of people like to describe it as like programming, you know, like what programming do you have, you know? So I think like, that's like a pretty mainstream term by now. That's the energy of the village is understanding like, again, whatever it is that you call home, because for some people, their family, you know, they didn't, they didn't necessarily grow up with their family in a traditional way, or maybe, you know, their friends, depending on those relationships may or may not, you know, give them the kind of clues, you know, about themselves that they really need. It's literally whatever you consider home. And that will like tell you what you need to know about you. So I've gone both ways. So I, when I began to learn about myself through the village, I was like, okay, my parents do X, Y, Z. So blah, blah, blah. And my friends, oh, that does say, actually say a lot about me. Oh, my hometown. That actually really says a lot about me. You know what I mean? Or for example, um, one of my friends, they moved around a lot, you know? So for me, it's very, very easy for me to look at my hometown and say, you know what? I spent 18 years there. Um, you know, just like through high school, like a lot of people do, or maybe not, I don't know. Um, I spent 18 years there that had a profound impact on me. You know, I've had friends that like have moved around a lot and they had like six hometowns, you know, so it's, it's very, very different. So that's why it's very important, like to understand that the village. And so for, you know, those people, I'm thinking of one person in particular, the person that had like six hometowns, their hometown doesn't say as much about them. Maybe moving around does say quite a bit about them but their family certainly does because that was kind of the constant, you know, while they were moving around, their family was their constant, you know? So that would be the, you know, paying attention to the energy of the village for them would be paying attention to their family or they learn about the village through learning about their family and then vice versa. So it's very, very cool, but you kind of just need to know, like pay attention to, Oh, what does home mean to me? The village is kind of like your third dimensional history, and what does that say about you? Your third dimensional, you know, your physical material, but also multidimensional history. So it's very, very interesting. And I knew myself in that way for a long time. And then I would say there's there's infinite information all around you. You know, it's like, and yellow is also kind of like, it's a little bit of learning as well. So the cave and the village really speak on the process of learning about yourself too. So it's knowing, learning and knowing. And that's a never ending thing. 
You know, you can never stop learning about your third dimensional self. Even if you're like, I know everything there is to possibly know about my parents. I know everything that there is possible to know about, you know, the rest of my family, my extended family, um, my hometown, um, my ancestry, whatever. You can always go a level deeper. And it's the same with the cave, you know. Again, going back to the cave, knowing the spirit and the soul. So, oh, backtrack a little bit. So the village, like I said, there is no end to knowing and learning yourself. But I did find that, and this is where they really come together really well. I was like, something is missing here. You know, as much as I have, you know, really started paying attention to where I do come from, because that is the village, you know, where do you come from? I do, I was like, I need to know more about me outside of where I come from. And that's where the cave came in. And then you get to see this incredible balancing experience of how these two energies play off of one another. Like, wow, how do my, how does where I come from my external, you know, kind of knowing of myself play off of my internal knowing of myself? And that's the cave. And let me tell you something. Every single time I, and I, I did this all the time and I, and for, and it's only like recently that I really learned my lesson. Every single time I was like, I feel like I know my spirit now. I feel like I know my soul now. Something else would come. And I was like, wow, I literally don't know myself at all. And it was amazing. And it blew me away every single time. The cave, there is actually no end to the cave. I mean, I don't know if I'm using that metaphor quite correctly. There is no end to knowing your own soul. Your soul is, it's like bottomless. I feel like there's a more eloquent or like nice way to say that. It's kind of like the ocean. You know, um, there is a bottom to the ocean. Maybe not like the ocean, but you just can't see it. You know, so it's kind of just think of it as like, well, you know what? Let me say this. Your soul, your spirit is infinitely large. There is no end to your soul and your spirit. And that's what makes it so amazing is that there's always more to learn about yourself and there's always more to know about yourself. And I really, that's what I really, really love about the cave, you know? And there's is um a one, there is a theme of power also within yellow. So, and I guess, yeah, they can all kind of be tied back into that because there is a lot of power in knowing yourself you know, learning about learning about yourself and knowing yourself. There's a lot of power in loving yourself. There's a lot of power in ultimately accepting yourself. And there's a lot of power in being able to trust yourself. So it's all of those things and it's also power. So yellow has a lot to do with like internal power. And I'm like, huh, that's actually, I don't think that's too dissimilar from the, uh, what is it called? The solar plexus chakra or the third, whatever, like the third one, the yellow one. I don't really know. I'm like not an expert by any means, but I do think that it might be the theme. I don't really know. Um, not 100% sure. So, um, but anyway, yes. So that's the cave and the village. The cave is like, think about um, anytime you've seen like a cave in a movie or I'm thinking of like Aladdin, you know, it's like, it's full of mystery. It's full of treasure. It's full of, you know, mysterious power that's the cave, you know, it's getting to know, you know, all of like, imagine yourself as an infinitely complex cave, and you're always kind of trying to move toward the center, you know, you can explore all of these different tunnels, you know, there might be, you know, 
amazing, like different kinds of like crystals everywhere that you're kind of like learning about those as you kind of move through the tunnels and you're like, oh, check this out. Or, oh, I didn't even know this was in here. That's exploring your own spirit, you know? And that's learning about your own spirit is the cave. They are both really, really important. This is what I brushed upon earlier, but I don't think I actually went down because they just gave me so much information. Knowing one or the other, they 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 really do go together in a pair. And they are it's really, really important to know them together because there was a time when, yeah, I did start out with the village and then I did have a good time period when I was only focused on like, okay, who am I, you know, outside of everything. And that was really, really important because I had never done that before. So I really did need to set up that space for me to kind of go just know myself internally. I had never even, I didn't even know what that looked like. I didn't know how to do it. And I kind of found my way But then I found myself kind of ignoring the village and not only ignoring, but devaluing or just not under underestimating the value of how much you can learn from everybody outside of you. And what I did learn, which is also equally important, is that, you know, there is so much power in knowing who you are. Again, theme of power, knowing who you are and understanding yourself on a soul spirit level That's really, really important and not identifying and understanding that since the village, it's kind of like the cave is like your constant, like your soul and your spirit. That's like always there for you. And the village will will change, you know, like as you go, as you move through this life, you will always have more history behind you. You know what I mean? So the village is not only it's where you came from, you know, so where I came from tomorrow there will be something new there, you know, there, there, it like right now, this is like the present and I'm not going to like, I don't know, go too deep into like time and everything like that. Um, cause I'll just confuse myself quite honestly, but one, a week from now, this will be history and this will be, you know, all of these third dimensional experiences that will also become a part of the village. You know, the village is always changing, you know, and yes, the most probably profound experiences are, you know, in the past or, you know, the constants that have been with us for a very, very long time, but the village is always changing while the cave, again, your soul, your spirit, that's always just like, it's there, you know, and you can keep exploring it. You can explore all the different dimensions, the tunnels, the the crystals in the cave, you know, the mysterious pools or like whatever treasures might be in there. I don't know how you imagine your cave. Um, That might be fun. Just like visualize that. They're both very, very important. But for me, I have found that you you just need them both. And I think that's just to kind of wrap those two up because this is more of like an introduction than anything else, you know, just kind of get you thinking about the colors. It's really, really important to know your own soul. And it's really, really important to know where you came from, because at the end of the day, you're still here and you're still human. And it took me a while to really understand this as simple as it sounds, you're still, because again, for a while, when I kind of dove deep into the cave and then forgot about the village, it's like, I almost forgot that like, I am still a human being, you know, it can be really, really fun to explore the energy of the cave. It can be really fun. You know, if you're doing it for the first time to kind of get lost, you know, in the cave's walls, but you kind of have to remember to also come out and and realize, oh, outside of the cave, there is still the village. You know, you're still a human being. You still interact with people. And 
what's beautiful about these two that tie the two together, which is also it is a part of this um, a part of the yellow family. And this I mean, this also kind of depends on what you believe in. For me, everything, every single archetype in here is weaved in with, you know, love, God, source, creation, spirit. Okay, so that means that everything outside of you is actually inside of you and everything inside of you is actually outside of you. But we can talk about that at a different time because that's like kind of a different color. Um, But that is to say that, you know, we're all made of the same stuff. You know, even if you're like, we're all made of energy, great. We're all made of the same energy. You know, if you're kind of more, if you understand this from more of like a physics perspective, um, we're all made of atoms. We're all made of energy. The way I understand it is we are all made of unconditional love. We are all made of God. We are all made of spirit. We are all made of source. Same language, just different ways of putting it, you know? So it's kind of with the village, like when I say, oh, you know what? I learned a lot about, um, I learned a lot about myself through, let's just say my family. I have unconditional love. I have, um, let's just say source. That might be a little bit, actually, yeah, source is the better word for this um, color family. I have source within me. They have source within them. So it's like, I'm learning about myself through them, you know? And you don't want to deny yourself either one of those experiences. So whether you are learning about yourself in a very internal way, that's beautiful, but you also learn about yourself in a very external way and those two create one another. So just keep that in mind. And if that was confusing, just understand that it is, it is important to understand that since we all play a role, we're all still human. We all interact with one another. We are all, you know, constantly shifting and changing and building off of one another and learning from one another. That's actually a good point. So yellow is about learning. So we have a couple of different ways of learning about ourselves, you know, learning about ourselves by getting quiet, going within the cave, and then realizing that we also learn about ourselves through our surroundings. And we learn about ourselves through our surroundings, whether you kind of understand that through like a mirror perspective, like everybody's a mirror for you. Or if you understand it from the perspective of everybody is God in a different form, you know, more of like the shapeshifter a little bit. This is all in the color red, by the way, if you want to check that episode out. Um, There's so many different ways to perceive it, but both are important. So I will leave you with that. So we have knowing yourself. Next, we have the siren. And the siren is kind of like a special combination of learning about yourself and accepting yourself along the way. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. uh, What is it? It's like it's a cartoon. It's Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas. It's a it's just it's a children's movie. Um, There's so many movies with the siren archetype, you know, this is just like a really classic example. So there's like a scene in the movie where the there's a bunch of men on like a, a ship and it's one of those. Um, What do you call them? Those classic like adventure movies where they they have like an end goal and to get there, they have to pass through like a couple of trials. You know what I mean? And so one of the trials is going through this mysterious part of the ocean where there are a bunch of sirens and you know the sirens you know as they're kind of like luring they're sorry my voice um they're kind of like luring creatures they're super tempting you know what I mean I feel like everybody's seen a movie with like the siren archetype in some way shape or form long story short 
Um, the sirens do like kind of, what is it? It's like they hypnotize. They kind of hypnotize the men on the boat. And then the one woman on the boat, and this is, it's such a good movie about female empowerment in general um, because the whole premise of the movie is like, you know, what's a man's role and what's a woman's role and like women don't belong on the ship. And it's actually quite problematic, but like the woman turns out to be like a, she's like amazing and she saves them. You know, and then gradually the men on the boat turn around and like, oh, wow, you know, women are incredibly powerful, just as powerful as men because she saved us. But um, that is besides the point, Uh, just in case you didn't know what the siren was. And if you're still unclear, look it up. But it is this mystical creature that in um, folklore and like myths lured men to fall asleep at the um, uh, what is it? Yeah, if you can't tell, I really don't know much about boats. Um, <laughs> lure them to sleep like while they're like driving or um, steering the ship. I think that's a better way of saying it. Anyway, that's kind of the character. They kind of lure them and like hypnotize them with their beauty. And so, <laughs> uh, this is such an interesting card. So, um, yellow is or not yellow, yellow is um, knowing and accepting yourself. And that is the siren too. So the siren kind of highlights, it's the it's accepting yourself as you are in the process of knowing yourself. And here's why. So in that movie, you know, the men made the mistake. I mean, I don't know if there's any way that they could have avoided it. I don't really know um, if it's like possible to resist the um, the temptation of the siren. I'm not really sure. I mean, yeah, I really don't know if that's like a thing, you know, within the myth, um, the classic myth. But in general, the siren brings this energy of there are going to be times that we are like tempted to do like and not even in like a bad way. Um, not at all. I'm tempted to do certain things and What's so interesting about the siren is it just brings this energy of, you know, you might not know how it turns out, but hold space for yourself during the process. It's not necessarily, you know, in that in that situation in the movie, it actually didn't turn out too well for them. Again, I mean, they had the woman to save them, Marina, to save them on the boat. And so that's the only reason they, I guess, didn't die. Also, it's a children's movie, so I don't think anybody died. Um Anyway, it's not about whether it's good or bad. It's more about the lesson. And that's what this card is about. And so it's kind of to say, you know, as you're kind of moving with the cave and you're learning about yourself with the village and you are moving, you know, through this life and you are getting to know yourself, you're going to make mistakes. And the siren is kind of also like they aren't really mistakes. It just depends on how you perceive them. So you could perceive the siren as like, wow, I got like, uh, I don't know if like tempted or like hypnotized um, or like whatever. And like, that was like the wrong decision. The siren, it's one of those cards in the deck where it it embraces duality. So there are a couple of other cards like that, like the crone. The crone really embraces duality, not in the yellow family, um, but the siren is... It's accepting yourself no matter what you do and realizing that every single last thing that you do 
is an opportunity to learn about yourself. So for example, um, there are so many things where I, when I look back on them, I'm like, what was she thinking? Like literally, what were you thinking? Like, did you absolutely lose your head? Perfect. That's the energy we're talking about here. And it seems so right in the moment. So that's, that, that is literally the siren, the siren's energy is just this feel of if you were to look back on it and that's that's kind of the point is this is also a very like human card like we are all human and we all kind of like fall for things that we think are going to be great at the time and we almost don't have the foresight to understand how uh maybe not so good but also we need it you know we need it to learn about ourselves so every single time I kind of it's like if you look back on something you're kind of cringing like or you're just like you want to shake yourself or if you could like, yeah, if you could go in the past, you think you would change it or you, yeah, you would like want to shake yourself awake and be like, literally, why would you do that? Like Katie, why would you do that? Like how, like, what were you thinking? And the answer would be, you know what? In most cases, I really wasn't thinking that's the energy of the siren. But in terms of knowing yourself, learning about yourself and accepting yourself and the acceptance is really, really key here understanding that those experiences are equally as needed and that there is so much there's a beautiful card about this it's like the father it's finding the perfection in the imperfection you know so in all of those circumstances so you know again you're kind of in like think of yourself in the present moment and and if you can like think back to a time where you're literally like I don't even know what I was thinking or that like that's not me that's equally as important because you can kind of, the siren allows you to figure out what is really you and then what isn't, you know? That kind of goes really well with the cave and the village actually because the cave also allows you to kind of figure out, you know, your or learn about your soul and your spirit and figure out like who you are devoid of space and time, right? And the village also helps you to figure out like, okay, who am I, you know, within the context of space and time. And then the siren allows you to kind of move, you know, through this earth and like through this, you know, space time experience, you know, do whatever you need to do and then learn, you know, about the person that you really are and the person that you want to be, you know? So I can totally look back, you know, on so many different experiences I've had and be like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't really know about that. You know, I don't, that doesn't really reflect who I truly am. And that's where the cave comes in because you kind of need to know the cave and the village, actually. While experiencing the siren, you have an opportunity to check back with, does this really align with my soul, my spirit, or with the village? And you can also kind of see where they come from, too. Even these experience, and that's kind of the fun part of it, uh, the siren and the village, understanding that, you know, a lot of these experience were, it, experiences where you're like, did I literally lose my head? Because that is literally the siren at work here. Sometimes that can tie back into the village. And that is why the village is equally as important as the cave. You know, the cave and the siren is, let's check for some alignment here. Is this a lot in alignment with how I want to express my spirit in general? Because with knowing yourself, learning about yourself and accepting yourself comes a new level of self-expression, you know? So yellow is definitely as much as anything else, self-expression. So it's figuring out, you know, who you are and how you want to express. And the siren is very, very key in that. I've had so many siren experiences, you know, now that they're all kind of flooding through, where I learned, you know, that's not in, in alignment with my soul. 
However, that is in alignment with, you know, where I might come from, but that is not how I want to express my, you know, soul, my spirit in the future. You know, depending on what you believe in, you do choose your, I mean, some people believe that, you know, before we come to this earth, you choose your family, you choose your, um, you choose these external circumstances, you choose every single little thing that happens to you. And you, because you want to experience that, you want to learn something or, you know, you want to meet up with somebody in this life, you know, I don't really know, like, if that's true or not. You know, I'm not like the authority on that whatsoever. And then some people believe that you choose none of that. You know, you're just born how you were born. My mom has this saying, you know, that says the only difference between you and me and anybody else that we do or don't know is the circumstances, you know, within which we are born, you know? So the siren kind of allows you to check back in those situations in with the siren where it's like you feel like you were like hypnotized or it's kind of like this energy of you feel in some way like you are unrecognizable. That's why it's important to know the village because there are so many circumstances where I was like, that literally seems nothing like me. How could I possibly do that? As it turns out, it had something to do with some emanation of the village. However, if I only, if I was so unbalanced and I only knew myself through the cave and I didn't know myself through the village, I wouldn't know where that behavior comes from. And that is very, 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 very important. And the, the siren, it's get, it's again, it's getting to know, it's accepting yourself through this process in just Everybody, at some point, everybody needs to get to know, like, who they are outside of, you know, like, their and kind of, like, venture out on your own, you know? You got to get to know yourself outside of the village. So, in our kind of, like, mythology example, imagine that you kind of start out in the village, right? You're comfortable, you're cozy, you know, this is where you come from, this is home. And then the siren, like I said, it's kind of like you're going on an adventure a little bit. Um, You're, since it's a water creature you're going out to sea, you know, you're getting on a boat and you're just like, I want to explore the high seas. I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to go beyond where I have ever been before. That's the fun energy of the siren. However, as you are navigating those tricky waters, there's going to be a bunch of things that kind of come out at you, kind of seem like they come out of left field. And there's something that you're not used to. Those are opportunities. They're all opportunities to learn about who you are and the person that you want to be, you know? So with respect to the siren and the village, you know, whether it is you can connect, you know, how it is that you interacted with somebody or how it is that you behaved in a certain situation, you know, maybe you can connect that to the village and maybe you can't. Um, Both the siren and the village give you an opportunity, though, to decide how you want to proceed, you know? So... Well, again, whether or not you think you chose your family or not before you came into this life and you had a bunch of past lives, that's like, it doesn't matter which way you believe or if you believe like, I didn't choose any of this, that's fine. Use the siren and the village to decide who you want to be now. We're all influenced by our families. We're all influenced by our homes. We're all influenced by the energy of the village in some way. That's, it is what it is at that point. That's like the fun part of the village is it's, it, that is a large part of acceptance too, because I was like, I don't know if the village is like, I mean, they're all kind of like love, learn, accept, know yourself in some way. The village is also accepting yourself for whatever it is that you might think you have chosen before this life or whatever it is that you didn't choose. You know, we're all 
we all have the village within us. We all have this influence of home, you know, whether we like it or not. It's not about where I I was just going to get super cheesy. It's not about where you came from. It's about where you're going, but it kind of is, you know, you can do whatever you want with the energy of the village and the siren, you know, and again, siren holding space for yourself whilst you're going through just embarking on these new experiences or whilst it is you are moving away, you know, from what is comfortable to you. The other beautiful part, the other beautiful part about the siren is if something's really not you, you snap out of it, you know? So when I think on those past experiences where I'm like, ooh, um, not a good look or that's really not me, you snap out of it eventually and then you find your way to like some dry sandbar and then you, you can just like kind of find your way, not home or find your way to a new home on your own, you know, but you will snap out of it eventually. So that is like, and then if you find out that that is you, you can go back to the cave and, you know, figure out if that's really in alignment with your soul, your spirit or not, and like how you want to proceed. But um, that's a good way of wrapping up the siren. It's realizing that, you know, there are times in this life where like you may think you have lost yourself, but you probably haven't. And honestly, even if you think you've lost yourself, you're moving closer to yourself than you realize. You know, it's just if you can give yourself the container Give yourself the love and acceptance that you need to understand that no matter what you are doing, whether you would classify it as good or bad, because again, this is an embracing duality card, you will find your way home, you know? So, okay, perfect. So we have knowing yourself, you know, balancing out, you know, with the cave in the village, um, accepting yourself, which is a little bit of the village and then a lot of the siren, Now we are going to move to loving yourself. And we have the womb and the mother. So they are very similar energies, but they are not the same whatsoever. Um, Honestly, sometimes it's when... So there are certain cards in this deck that I've spent so much time with. The mother is one of them. So sometimes what happens is I almost don't know how to contain it in... I don't know, five or 10 minutes, you know, because during these introduction episodes, I'm like, "Mm, maybe like five to 10 minutes per card. And we'll see how it goes just to prevent like crazy long podcast episodes. Um, But that's what happens when I, when I get to know archetypes, they just, they become harder and harder to really contain into words. So, um, but we're going to try. So the, um, this is actually perfect because it's what I mentioned earlier with red and you know, shifting our concept of universal family and ancestral healing that actually did start with the mother. So the mother is the first card in the deck and it is synonymous with the divine feminine, the great mother and the source. So it's a very, very, very special card to me. And the mother, there's another card in here that is synonymous with unconditional love. And they are very, very similar, but they have different flavors. So agape is traditionally the card of unconditional love, and it is also devotion to unconditional love. So that is a little bit different than the mother, which says we all come from and we all have unconditional love. I do believe that both of them kind of do translate to unconditional love because, again, another synonym for the mother is the source. And 
So source, God, creation, spirit, unconditional love, those are all synonyms for me. And so the mother is like, that's where we all come from, you know, and it's beautiful because, I mean, no matter who you are or, you know, how you identify or like what you've been through or, you know, where you've been or whatever, we all come from the mother, you know, we all come from the womb. So these are two very, very special cards. Um, up until this point, I don't know, science is always changing. So maybe we won't need that eventually. I don't really know what they're working on. Um, but up until this point, we all have a mother. Okay. And you can take that very literally, but the way I understand it again, and this just has to do with my personal beliefs of the moment. We all come from source. We all come from creation. We all come from unconditional love. We all come from spirit. We all come from God. That's just how I understand the mother. So if you're not about it, that's totally fine. There's space for you here. That's what I really love about all of these is that you can interpret every single archetype in your own way and come up with something totally different, you know? So but that is the energy of the mother, mother to me straight up front. And this is what I love so much about the mother. So within the context of yellow, within the context of knowing yourself, you know, loving yourself, this is loving yourself. And the beautiful thing about, I would say, the way that I understand the mother is what's so cool and kind of trippy about the mother is we all come from, let's just say, source. Maybe that's a little bit easier to understand, um, but source is the mother. We all come from source, but we all have source within us. So it's the understanding simultaneously that we all come from unconditional love. We are all made of the same stuff. Again, back to like the Adams example, we are all made of energy, you know, however it is that you want to explain it. We all come from the same place. And then we all have a little bit of that inside of us, you know, so the mother is the great space holder. It is the, I hold unconditional love and space for everyone and everything, including myself, you know, so it's the understanding that you can channel the source within you to hold love and space for yourself and everybody else who is also you. It's it's very, uh, I, I feel like the more you think about it, the more confusing it is. So don't try and like overthink it too much. But again, it's it's just all of us have source inside of us. So because we all have source inside of us, we all have the ability to channel the mother's energy and understand that what is within us is also within everybody else as well. And we all, by holding, it's kind of like by holding space for other people, we are holding space for ourselves. And I think that's a beautiful understanding just, and it also kind of does connect to red a little bit and the themes and the lessons of red, just in that when you are looking at others and in my writing, I always capitalize the letter um, o in other, I capitalize other just to denote that others are just emanations of ourselves. If we, not in an egocentric way, but in an, we are all unconditional love way. If you identify with unconditional love, you like understand what I'm talking about there. Um, but there are so many different, it's another one of those cards where it's like loving yourself means loving every single other emanation of source as well you know so that to me is just like a new level the mother is a new level of like self-love and self-acceptance through otherness 
and the understanding that we all come from the same place. And so we all have the same unconditional love inside of us. I really love the mother for that. So the mother, channeling unconditional love for yourself and channeling unconditional love for others. Then we have the womb. And the womb is, it kind of goes with the flow of the mother, but it's a little bit different. So in terms of loving yourself, the womb also kind of connects with the village in the flavor of accepting yourself as well. So this is, so it kind of ties in with the mother in terms of like, we all come from source. So the womb asks us, you know, the question, you know, what is your origin origin story? You know, where did you come from? And to take it back another level, a level deeper than like whatever you thought the answer was. So if you were like, what's my origin story? Um, and that's what I've been playing around a lot with lately. So if I was like, okay, what's my origin story? I could say, okay, um, I came from my mom and my dad and that's how I got here. Okay, cool. And so you just go as far back as you possibly can um, within whatever you believe in. So if I were like, okay, well, I wonder what was here, you know, before my mom and my dad, you know, like, was I here before my mom and my dad? And by the way, any answer to any question is 100% acceptable. It just depends on like how far back you want to go and like what you're comfortable with and what makes sense for you. So for me personally, I'm like, okay, before my mom and my dad, I I have a soul. I have a spirit. I was like a spirit baby or something like that, you know, and you can use whatever you want. Um, That's just something I'm really into. So, and then, so it's like, okay, before you were a spirit baby, what were you, you know, what's the beginning beyond the beginning. And so for me, it's like, okay, well, um, before I was like a spirit baby, I came from source. Okay, great. So now we're like a step back further. Um, All right. So what were you before you were source? Dude, I have no idea. Okay. So this is just like an example, but it goes back three layers. You know, I came from my mom and my dad. I was a soul spirit, spirit baby before. And then I, I came from source and that's as far back as I can go. And then there are so many people that have like different theories on, you know, what that might mean. Um, I just think it's so fun to always ask those questions, you know? And so this is the womb. Um, it's like, just always consider, you know, just what is the beginning beyond the beginning? What is the mother just like beyond the mother, beyond the mother and as far back as you can go. And I love those questions because it asks, it just challenges you to hold space and to love so much more and it challenges you to love into the unknown. There are a bunch of cards in here that challenge you to love into the unknown. The mother is one of them. The womb is another. The threshold is also another one. Um, that's a lot of fun. There are a lot of cards like that. Not a lot. There are hand, I would say like a little family in here of cards like that. And this is definitely one of them. And what it does is it challenges you to hold space for things that you might not have been able to before. And then to just imagine, you know, what other people, you know, can possibly, how they could also possibly answer that question. You know, I only answered like three layers, like, oh, I came from my parents. Oh, I was a spirit baby. And oh, I came from like, God created me, you know, from that point forward or God created me first, you know, or going, I guess, back to front 
uh, God created me first. God created my spirit. And then I came through, you know, my mother, you know, very simple example. But some people might just be like, you know, God created me and then skip over the spirit, baby, spirit, soul part. Say God created me and I came through my mother, you know. Or some people might say um, God created me and then my soul, my spirit had like a million past lives. And then I came through my mother in this life. And that's how I'm here now. Or um, there is no God whatsoever. And I just came from my mom or um, I came from creation. I spent my time kind of in between this life and the next, you know, preparing. And then I, you know what, there's only so many different ways I can imagine this. Um, You know, since we are kind of limited by our own perspective. And that's why it's really important to listen to people's perspectives because I would have so many more, you know, like just by listening to how people would answer that question, you know? So I can only come up with so much on my own. That's why it's really, really fun to listen to people answer that whenever I'm like, so where'd you come from? It's always an interesting answer. Some people might say, first, I came from New Mexico. And then I say, okay, so before New Mexico, where were you? And then it's like, oh yeah, I was in my mom's belly. And then it's like, okay, well, before that, where'd you come from? You know, you get the point. So that's the energy of the womb. And again, it's, you know, it brings us back. So as far back as you can go there, that just expands your possibility to love and hold space. So for example, I give you like a, my three-step, you know, whatever, or like my kind of train of thought. And that's, it's like, I'm just keeping it really, really simple just for the sake of this. Um, But it kind of brings you, it kind of grounds you a little bit. It has a little bit of this grounding energy and it brings you back to, it brings you back to your roots. And so what that does is it allows you to say, okay, so I've got like three layers there. I'm like, I believe I came from God first. I believe that I was a spirit baby, spirit soul next. And then I came from my mom and my dad. Okay. That allows me to get to know myself on three different levels there. That's to say that, okay, cool. So if God is where I came from first, in order to understand me, I really need to understand, you know, how I understand God. And then um, if I was a spirit baby next, understanding who I was as a spirit, a soul, a spirit baby, that's also important to knowing who I am, to knowing like who I am. Then if I came from my mother and my father, that's also very, very important. Do you see what I mean? So depending on how you answer the question, that gives you so many more possibilities and so many different dimensions in which you can know yourself, you know, and that's the theme of the yellow. And it also gives you opportunities to love those different aspects of yourself, you know, to love for me, the God within myself, the soul, the spirit, the spirit baby within myself, and then the human aspect to myself, you know, so kind of creating that story is incredibly impactful, you know, and then, you know, there's so many different ways. And I give you like three examples. But if you believe that you were like a spirit guide in like another life or you have spirit guides that are also a part of you and that's like a part of your birth story, that's really, really, really fun. You know, that's just like fun to play around with. And if you're like if you believe in reincarnation, that's kind of your story. Or if you, um, I don't know, I don't know what else there is. There's so many other possibilities. Um, I literally can't even list, like, list all of them. And so also depending on your perspective, that allows you to just appreciate the lineage there within other people. 
you know, because chances are whatever you believe for you is kind of what you believe for other people. So if I believe I came from God, for example, I believe that everybody did. And what and what I always say about that is even though I believe that's where everybody came from, I also believe that people came from where they believe they came from. It's a little confusing, but that is to say that to me, God is synonymous with, you know, whatever unity consciousness you subscribe to. And so that's where you came from and that shapes your world. But um, that might be a little too confusing. I'm not entirely sure. Um, But again, that it just allows you to appreciate if you can kind of go back and trace like your lineage as much as like in your origin story and your birth story, however simple or complex you want it to be. That also allows you to embrace other people not only maybe their unique birth stories or how they would describe, you know, you know, where they came from, but then also how like those dimensions within other people, you know? So if I understand, if I have the understanding that, you know, I come from source, I come from God, I can appreciate that within other people as well. So I think that's, that's just always so much fun to think about. And so it just allows you to hold this space of, you know, love and warmth and nurturance, that's like a big part of, you know, the mother and the womb. It's, they're both very nourishing, very harmonious, very loving, forgiving energies. You know, they both allow you to heal. They both allow you to grow. They're both really, really big space holders. And so with kind of the story of, you know, your birth story, Anytime it is a little bit of a grounding thing, but it's kind of like grounding in knowing yourself and who you are and where you came from, you know, and that allows you to love and love yourself and love others just in a totally different way. Because whenever things kind of get like maybe returning to the siren a little bit, maybe when you're like, did I just completely lose my head there? Am I losing my head now? Am I losing myself? The womb allows you to kind of ground yourself and just remember who you are within your own language, you know? So when I really, really need it and I'm like, am I just like, am I just totally acting out of character? Like, what was I thinking? What am I doing? The womb brings that very nurturing, very warm energy that brings me back to, you know, what it is that I believe I really am and then heal and grow from there. You know, it keeps things very, very simple, you know, because sometimes that's all I need. All I need to remember is we are all, um, and I know how cheesy that sounds, but if you, depending on what you really believe and depending on, uh, we're going to talk about these two next, depending on your relationship with creation in general, sometimes for me, simply understanding, you know, we all come from God is all I need, you know, and that is like enough for me to say to myself to just like calm everything down, bring me back to, you know, everything that it is that I know that I am and that that just like helps me and that just like heals me instantaneously. So it allows you to be reborn in, you know, whatever it is that you believe in. So to be reborn in love, reborn in God, reborn in creation, reborn in forgiveness, reborn in your spirit, you know? So I'll wrap those two up there. And so we have two more. So we've already talked about knowing yourself the cave and the village and accepting yourself which is the siren a little and a little bit of the mother oh sorry the womb and then we have loving yourself with the womb and the mother and last but not least is trusting yourself so 
trusting yourself goes really, really well with confidence and power. Okay. So we have the queen and the creator for the last two members of our yellow family. The queen is it the queen exudes confidence. It exudes trust. So the big theme, the big thing that the big theme that ties these two together is trust. So both of these actually both of these have a flavor of trust and co-creation. So I will start with the creator because I think that might make a little bit more sense. So this is a great example of where stories can overlap yet again, but they are a little bit different. So if you listen to Orange, Orange is all about creativity, co-creation, and your relationship with creation in general. And at first I was a little bit surprised. I was like, why does the creator show up as yellow and not as orange? That was so curious to me. And once I kind of leaned into my own understanding of the archetypes and the colors, I understood exactly why. So the creator is, it's the card of kind of working with what's present, loving with what's present, and the understanding that there is a force beyond, that is beyond us, greater than us, that awaits constant collaboration that you are always co-creating with. It is the ultimate co-creation card. And what it allows you to do is to co-create in a way that is, you know, curious, playful. You know, you approach co-creation with an open mind and an open heart, you know. So the creator also brings this energy of, you know, whatever is present, this is what I've got. This is what I'm working with here. So the creator brings this energy of not necessarily imagining or wishing that things were different. And I think that's really, really important. I think that there, I read, I remember reading through the guidebook, you know, about a year ago, you know, when I was first playing around with the cards and like having a lot of fun and I hadn't looked at it, you know, in a really long time, but there are certain phrases that I know came from the book that just really, really stuck with me. And that was a message that really, really stuck with me about the creator. And it is to say that the creator just has this great acceptance. This is the, um, yeah. What was I going to say? <laughs> Um, the, the creator just has this great acceptance for life. So the part about not necessarily imagining things that were different, that always stuck with me when I was first learning about the deck and the cards that always stuck with me about the creator. Um, because co-creation, I mean, in my, it's just, it is about being present with, you know, what's, you know, happening. And in that same vein, the creator is also just finding the love everywhere that is present and getting creative and deciding, you know, what is it that I want to create from this, you know? So that part about not imagining that things are different, not wishing that they were different and just kind of working with whatever is present. And so that's why the creator is incredibly abundant. You know, it's also the alchemist. It's also the artist, the innovator. It's such a beautiful card because it also just, kind of like the eternal child, it goes into the impossible, you know, it eliminates all of those preconceived notions of what is possible, you know? And so in that process of just being present with what is, that's where the trust comes in. So the creator does have this dimension layer of being trusting that there is something else that you are constantly collaborating with, that you are constantly co-creating with, you know? Some people... And it is, um, it is this energy of, 
you know, you are collaborating with every human spirit, every human soul, every soul, every spirit, you know, seen and unseen, whether it is a human soul or whether it is within the spirit world, that is the fun of the creator, you know, and it depends on, you know, whatever you want to call it, but the creator does bring this. It's such a beautiful, beautiful card. Whatever it is that you call that energy, whether it is God's source, spirit, the universe, whatever, that is kind of the creator's like, that is the creator's, I think it's like, um, what would you call it? Like a lifelong partner. It's, it's like the card of you're married to God essentially, or, you know, spirit is like your lifelong partner, you know? And so it kind of, it goes really well with agape actually, um, agape devotion to unconditional love just in that they share this energy of, you know, you are constantly in a relationship. You are in a lifelong relationship with source, for example. You are in a lifelong commitment, committed relationship with creation. And so it's not only, you know, creation in some sort of abstract form, it's creation in all of its tangible forms. So saying that you are in a lifelong, like, relationship with spirit is saying you're not only in a lifelong relationship with the spirit within yourself, but within the spirit within everybody else as well. And so that is a kind of trust. That's just like a different kind of trust that comes with the color yellow. So in terms of yellow, and again, I can only explain yellow in my own way, which is why it kind of does skew towards this, um, I don't really know how, what you would even say. I, I don't really, I tried, I stray away from the word um, spiritual. If you want to hear about why that is, just listen to the color orange. Um, but it does, yeah. Um, the way I interpret yellow does have this kind of, I guess, theme of, yeah, surrender to a higher power. Let's just say that um, just because of what I believe. But for me, that's a large part of, Knowing, like, for example, knowing who you are is knowing the creation within you. You know, accepting who you are is accepting the creation within you. Loving who you are is loving and celebrating the creation within you. And that allows you to trust in who you really are, which is trusting the creation, the God, the spirit within you. You know, and that's also the energy of the queen. The queen, like I said, exudes confidence. The queen is the card of trusting the divinity within yourself and trusting that that will like guide you to make whatever decisions that you need to make and guide you through whatever experiences you have. The queen has a deep trust in the inherent divinity within all of us, you know, and then she channels and then she, she channels her wisdom and she just channels her grace and she channels her being from that place. So the queen is also a very, very beautiful card in that respect. So Okay, I think that's good. I don't know. I kind of brushed over the queen there. Basically, the queen is the queen is the card of her power, not her. They don't really have genders. The queen's power comes from the inherent trust of divinity within itself, you know? So, if you were channeling the queen's energy, it would be if you yeah, if you were channeling the queen's energy, it would kind of be like I trust myself because I know the divinity within myself. That's the energy of the queen. And that's very, very important. So like I said, I do believe that there's a lot of power in knowing, loving, accepting, and trusting yourself 
as an emanation of spirit, but I know that's not for everybody. So in general, that's what yellow is. It's knowing, loving, trusting, accepting yourself in whatever way that you know, and that is where your power comes from. And so that's why the womb is really, really important. Because like I said, I trace everything back to God. So before I I don't even, I can't even, my mind might explode if I tried to like understand what was before God, you know, the mystery, which also translates to God for me. So I don't really know, you know, that would be interesting to just like meditate on for like a little bit. Um, but knowing, so yeah, uh, going back to the womb a little bit, knowing where your origin story starts, that's where yellow starts for you. So for instance, if you, yeah, let me give this example. I think because this is equally as important. If you were like, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in any of that crap. That's crazy. That's totally cool. So just like, listen to this for a second. Then the power would still come from knowing, trusting, loving, and accepting yourself as a human being. That's where your power would come from. Um, and if you were like, yeah, um, I do believe in like a soul or a spirit, but I'm not, I don't know about that whole God thing. That's okay too. With yellow, your power would come from knowing, loving, accepting, and trusting yourself as a soul. You know what I mean? And it really, really all depends on the womb. So for me, Knowing, loving, trusting, accepting yourself as a human being, that doesn't do much for me. Knowing, loving, trusting, accepting, you know, the whole shebang yourself as creation, that does do it for me. As unconditional love, that does it for me. As the mother, the great mother, the source, the divine feminine, that does do it for me. You know, so the womb is a really key card there. And it just, it basically asks you, who do you really think you are? You know, not in like a sassy way. Like, who do you think you are? Um, no, it just like, re- honestly, get clear on who it is that you really think you are. And that is where, and then aligning with that is really where your power comes from. So I think that's like a good place to stop because then everything else falls into place, you know, because everything else changes, you know, because the cave, just really quickly, the cave could be, you know, getting to know yourself you know, more as like a, what do you say? Um, The cave could just be getting to know yourself as a human in different ways. You know, there are so many languages out there like um, astrology, like, you know, let's just stick with that. Astrology is a really good example. You know, the cave for some people just going in deeper, you know, within themselves is using a language like astrology just to tap into the different dimensions of being human you know, and the different aspects of being human that they did not know about. And all of these experiences of knowing yourself are equally as beautiful. You just need to know like what actually, like who do you actually think you are? And that will give you, you know, the deepest experience, you know? So for me, for example, that was my experience at one point before I even could comprehend all of this nonsense I'm going on about now about like God and like spirit babies and like source and whatever, that was the way in which I could know myself the most deeply. It doesn't matter. You know, there's something there for everybody. My experience of God is no or more less correct than somebody's experience of being an atheist or someone's experience of just being unsure or someone's experience of just 
you know, experimenting and exploring, there is no right or wrong way. You know, there is only yours. And that's what the womb asks you to do is just to call into question and just figure it out. And by the way, it changes all the time. Like I said, this, everything I'm talking about now would have been nonsense to me even a couple of years ago, maybe even one year ago, you know, maybe not complete nonsense, but this would have been completely unrecognizable to me like a couple of years ago. You know, you change all the time. So anytime the womb comes up, it might be asking you to just like reconsider, you know, what is, what is the story? What is the birth story you're telling? Because that does change everything, you know? So it, it really just depends or the creator, you know, for some people, they think you're just co-creating with every human soul. For me, you're creating, you're co-creating with spirit, which is within everyone and everything, you know? Um, so you get the gist. It really, really depends on, you know, what you believe and, you know, where it is you came from. Because for example, and this is why, you know, I'm realizing just how important the womb is. If you don't have an understanding of who, like who you are and where you came from and who you really think you are, you can't, all of this yellow is kind of irrelevant, you know, because again, that's where your power comes from. If you, and it, so that's, so the question is more of the point than the answer, if that makes sense. It doesn't matter how you answer. You just need an answer that is honest and reflective of who you really think you are, you know? So for example, and again, different answers work for you at different points. You know, for me, I was just like, at one point, I didn't even think about this. I was just like, I'm human. And I want to know all the ways in which, you know, I am a human being and explore that and explore that in a bunch of different languages that I'm not used to. Great. And then at one point, you know, the womb's energy just kept coming back and my answer changed. You know, it just, it literally just depends on who you are and like where you are. But the asking the question is far more important than, you know, what everybody else's answer is. You know, you just need an answer. You know, if you are unsure of who you are, where does your power come from? You know, so that, yeah, that sounds good. I think that's like a very good place to end it, you know, um, because that is the most important question, who it is that you really think you are. So, you know, where your power comes from. Perfect. So thank you so much for listening to me talk about yellow. This was a lot of fun. I, even I have a completely different understanding of the color yellow now. So we are going to go out the same way that we came in. So if you remember at the beginning, you know, about an hour 15 ago, I had everybody, you know, just, you know, close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths. During this time, I like to say thank you. You know, thank you to everything that, everything and everyone you know, seen and unseen that, you know, supported me in this exploration today that, you know, brought all of these beautiful messages, you know, so we could share this space together. I like to say thank you and reflect on that a little bit. As always, I take a couple of deep breaths. If you need more time, just hit the pause button and then we will close out. Okay, perfect. So thank you so, so much for listening. I had a lot of fun talking about yellow and I can't wait to record the next color. They always bring something new and beautiful to the table. If you could rate, review, subscribe, that would be very helpful. It's very helpful in terms of podcasting. Otherwise, I will talk to you soon.